Welcome in to the Inside Carolina live post-game show. We're sponsored by Johnny T-Shirt, johnnytshirt.com. That is Dewey Burke. Shout out to Dewey for joining us while he is on vacation with the family. But Dewey, something good to talk about today. Carolina 96-81 over Virginia Tech in a game really the Heels needed to get back on track, and they did so. Had to have it, especially going into, you know, a bye week, to use a football term for you, Tommy. Um, You know, need to get rested and fully healthy. But I thought the story for me – uh, you know, RJ's RJ is terrific, but I thought Harrison Ingram in the first half, his effort intensity level, his nose for the ball, obviously you finish with 17 rebounds, you're, you're being very active. And then in the second half, Armando, I thought he looked as good and as springy and uh, athletic as he's looked all year. So I don't know if I know you mentioned the leg injury the other night, but uh, he looked to be moving much better than I think some games uh, that, that he's had earlier in the season. So uh, that, that to me was a story, 29 rebounds out of your two starting post guys. And, um, if you look down the box, all five starters really shot a pretty good percentage. Um, you know, obviously Cormac four for 11, but he made four out of seven threes. You take that every night. So, uh, good production offensively he scored 96 points. A lot went well, certainly things to work on defensively, keeping them out of the lane, guarding the high ball screen. You know, we, we have enough tape out there that teams understand how to score against us. And if you have a bigger guard that can get into the paint and, and score from the mid range or get to the rim, we struggle with those guys. So uh, things to work on defensively, but overall a good win heading into some much needed time off. Yeah. And let's talk about that time off. Um, you played a lot of basketball in your life and the way the ACC schedule works. Out, I don't know if it, affected you guys back then the way it was but having this week off how important is that for this team and knowing a lot of these guys and having some access to a lot of these guys to get this break Uh, you know you think if you're rolling you don't really want the break but when you've had a little bit up and down for the last couple weeks you you get a good win and now you've got a break off ahead of the tournament season coming do we how important is it for them to get some rest get their bodies in shape I think it's, it's so well-timed, uh, you know, just again, not to make a football reference, but when your college team that you pull for your NFL team has a, a weirdly placed bye week, maybe too early, doesn't feel like they need it or whatever the case, this team needs it. They need to get healthy and you know, get a lot of treatment. They'll probably have two, maybe even three days off um, starting with tomorrow, I would imagine, and some lighter practices to get your legs feeling good and, um, Hopefully they take advantage of it. You know, no travel is also nice that you don't have to get on a plane. And I think, well, that's maybe one of the things that's a little bit of an afterthought. <clears throat> you think about a game like Syracuse the other night, you know, they, they probably got into bed at 4 a.m. Uh, and even at age 20, 21, it's not that easy, especially if you have class the next morning and are expected to be there. Um, so, you know, no travel, lighter practice schedule a couple of days off you know they'll still get in the gym and shoot and lift and that kind of thing but they ought to feel really good 
and obviously be ready to go to Charlottesville, which is going to be a big-time game, big-time test. And I watched some of that game against Wake Forest. I've said it before. I can't figure out why you'd go to Virginia if you want to play to score first to 40. But uh, that's how they play. And so we got to be ready for a grinder for sure next week. Yeah, fun fact. Virginia shot one for 11 from the three free throw line. And that last – that one was with six seconds left to win that game 49-47. Just ugly, ugly basketball. I, I mean, they win, and you can't. But Carolina is going from a, a 96-81 game today and a week from now. You're hoping for half that. But it will be an interesting watch, an interesting week of, of preparation for that. Dewey, let's talk a little bit about Baycott. Um, I asked Hubert last week about him being more aggressive – uh, and more sort of realizing this might be the end. And, and you talk a lot about finality. Um, he's played 160 ball games. He's got, I think, the the most they could play if they went to the ACC championship and played to the championship and Final Four. 14 games left, maybe. Um, how much do players think about that? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah, you think about your legacy and. How many more times am I going to put this jersey on? And specifically, how many more times am I going to put this jersey on and run out of the Smith Center Tunnel, for sure? You know, you look at the box. um, You know, Mondo's been in double-figure rebounds each of the last five games. He didn't get enough shot attempts against Miami. But take that one out, and three out of five, he's had at least 24. Uh, So he seems to be rounding into form especially if you look at the five games before that where he had a couple five-point nights, a nine-point night. And so, again, I don't know if it's health or something else, but generally with a senior, in this case a fifth-year senior, the mental side shouldn't be a problem. They're, they're there. They understand what it takes. And so if he physically was not feeling right a month ago, uh, perhaps that's what we see in the statistics. And then these last five games has been more of the old Mondo that uh, we were able to jump on his back and ride, obviously, all the way to a Final Four a couple of years ago. So hopefully he feels good and can continue to be a, a 25 and 12 threat because they really didn't have any answer for him in the second half. He was drawing a ton of fouls. They kept rotating bigs on him. Didn't matter. Uh, finishing with the left, jump hooks, uh, off the glass, making free throws. He was dynamic. He was He was really, really good. He was, and he got 16 shots, made 11 of them. Dewey, that's one thing that folks, and we sort of maybe you mentioned it against Miami, we may hate on Baycott's performances at times, but if he didn't get the ball, he can't throw it to himself. Just sort of speak to that aspect of it as far as uh, the ability to get him the ball where he needed it, today especially. Got to like today. And I thought yeah. – yeah, I'm sorry. There were times I thought they missed him a couple times, even more, right? I mean, he – 16 field goal attempts is about, you know, he should be in that 12 to 15 range. And again, you look down the, uh, the boxes, you know, go all the way back to BC, six shots, wake, six shots, Florida state, four shots, Georgia tech, eight shots. That's four straight games where he had a total of 24 attempts that doesn't get it. And I'm sitting here watching the game with my father-in-law and they throw it into Armando, he makes a basket, and I turn to him, I say, they just have to throw it in there. Even if it's not a shot, they have to throw it in there. They come down the next possession, they throw it in there, Virginia Tech doubles, he throws it to Cormac, and he rips a three. The ball has to go in there. It just has to go in there because defensively, your instinct is it draws your eyes. 
you're always going to look when the ball gets closer to the basket. And then if your assignment is to double and you're getting them into a rotation scenario, this team does move the ball very well. And so that ball needs to go in there just for a post touch to occupy the eyes defensively and then swing it around if he gets doubled. But we just, we go through spells where we don't feed him enough. He also has gone through spells where he's not active enough. Tonight was not that night. He was very active, demanding the ball, and he was also running really well. If you go back and watch, uh, they commented it on the first half. You remember the little floater Harrison Ingram had in the paint on the break? And Bonner was correct. Mondo sprinted and took two defenders with him to the rim that allowed Harrison to dribble up their backside and just shoot a little six-footer. He's running better, moving better, demanding the ball better. We damn well better reward him if he's going to play like this. Throw the ball in there. It's very important. Yeah, I mean, if you're big runs, I'll never forget. I played with a guy in rec ball. He played at Kansas State and played overseas. When he would sprint the court, he'd always be yelling, going, see me run, see me run, see me run. You have to get him the ball. And Baycott, the beneficiary of that today, I mean, 16 shots. I'd like to look at a, at the box scores and, and see if that's the most he's had this year. It's, it's it is. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it is. And, no, on the first game, 10 for 16 against Radford. And then this game, 11 for 16. In between, you know, the most he had was 14 in the second game. And then we just – the ball hasn't gone to him enough. But, again, I'm not, I'm not here to say it's all because the guys aren't looking. He has not been as active every night as he was tonight. But, again, and pull it up, Tommy, you see what I'm saying. Go back to the starting with the Duke game, 25 and 10, 24 and 13. Then he goes 10 and 15 against Miami, but only gets eight shots, not enough. 14 and 10 against Syracuse, but only gets nine shots. Not enough. Tonight, get 16 shots, 25 and 12. It's pretty simple math. Get Mondo the ball, especially when he is as active as he was today. Carolina wins 96-81. Another guy, you mentioned him earlier, Harrison Ingram in the first half. I mean, that's one guy that you don't really have to worry about the energy level for. Uh, you no. know, can, can we can we sort of – how does that benefit Armando to have a guy like that beside him? He's not clogging the paint like another true big would do. But, you know, they're fighting for rebounds. Baycott finally had to snatch one from him late. But just sort of speak to Ingram's part down there in the paint as well, do we? All that effort. I've been on the record with you talking about for a five-star kid with the pedigree that he comes out of high school with uh, to be a scrappy fighter uh, and and play and and be willing to do the dirty work uh, is uncommon. Um, but he is – look, say what you want about Cormac, but I, I've said this to you before. I think both of those guys, their effort is unquestioned. Uh, we all would love for Ryan to have shot the ball better. Harrison Ingram should 42% from three in conference. And, you know, I think he's, he's got to be averaging close to 13 or 14 rebounds in the ACC. Uh, but it's, it's effort. He just he just wills himself, and then when you when you have effort like that at six eight with long arms, uh, boy, you can wreak havoc, and he does. I mean, he was all around the basketball the entire first half. Um, I, I've come to love having him on our team. I really have. I mean, he just he exemplifies uh, the kind of effort that as fans, you love to watch, right? You're, you're never questioning his commitment to what we're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, and you look across the board in the paint, Washington had another good game. 
You know, it's hit or miss with how many minutes Washington and Withers are going to get. They produced again tonight, three for four for Washington, seven points. Withers, another decent game in only nine minutes. Um, Hubert was asked about getting Withers more minutes on Friday, and he said, basically, you know, your opportunity is going to come. I can't tell you when. Just be ready, and Withers and Washington both ready. Tremble with 21 minutes today. Dewey, when you look at this team um, – and and it was a great win today. I mean, I think Virginia Tech's a pretty good basketball team. They don't have much inside, but for North Carolina to sort of right the ship a little bit, they you know that roller coaster is going on, and now you have this buy. Is there any concern with you watching them about the fatigue factor? I mean, now this week can cure some of that, but the fatigue factor, or sort of hitting the wall factor, or anything going on, or is it just a normal lull, if you want to call it that? Um, leading into this game that most teams generally have in a long grind of a college season? Yeah, I tend to think it's more of the latter. You know, my my concerns about overall how far this team can go, um, I think they are tired. I think that's fair. But I think they're going to get their legs back this week. They've played, uh, you know, those guys have played heavy minutes. My concern with this team is I think overall they have a, a lower offensive ceiling than teams you would have thought of in the past where you'd say, well, we, we can make a run to the final four. I know they scored a ton of points tonight. I know they scored a ton of points when we beat Duke. Um, but I, we go through stretches where our shot quality is not there. We don't get the ball into Mondo for post touches. And we, we go through lulls offensively um, because I don't find this to be as explosive as other teams that, you know, appeared like they had a chance to go to the final four. And I don't know if that is a style difference or if that's a talent thing. You know, I mean, somebody asked me the other day, you know, how many, how many guys on Carolina are NBA players? I don't know. Is it zero? Is it maybe Harrison? Uh, Has RJ played his way into being a a two-way guy? He's pretty small, shoots it great. I don't see Elliot Cadeau as an NBA player right now. And so my answer was, it could be zero. Um, and so with no NBA players, that would be a, a difference from, you know, teams that have made runs in the past. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, I, I think that I think that is my concern is, you know, I know defensively we struggle at times, but, you know, we also play great defensively at times. So we'll see. Uh, ultimately what, what becomes of the season. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know that we have any pros. And most teams that take it all the way have pros, typically. It's going to be something to watch. I mean, to your point, no, I don't think they have any surefire professional players on this team. I, without question, I agree with you there. Um but does it matter in college basketball right now if you play now with that? And, and this is something that we talked about, and I wanted to get your take because one of the things I watched in this game was in-game execution. And my belief was they struggled with in-game execution because they had nobody that can go get a bucket like a future pro would be able to do. Um, so to your point, that would help late-game stretches – you know, back when you played, back with Ty Lawson and 
You know, they showed Kobe White today. That was a guy that was going to get you a bucket if you needed one. That is my one concern for this team, Dewey. Is that valid to not have a guy? R.J. obviously can hit shots. But if I'm guarding R.J., he's not shooting a three, you know, mm-hmm. unless he's going to do it over me. Your take on that aspect of late game, late shot clock situations for this team, they almost have to be perfect execution-wise given what you mentioned about the, the pro athlete that they don't have. Is that fair? I think it is. And I think particularly if you're playing a team with big athletic guards that RJ, because he's not explosive in terms of his ability to get by you, right? He's crafty. He has a great knack for getting shots off at all three levels. But if you're getting guarded, like I think back to the UConn game, watching that live in person and, you know, the couple kids, especially the one freshman that UConn has, um, you know, big athletic physical guards or, or Syracuse. I mean, the, the big athletic physical guards make life a little bit more challenging. And, you know, so you combine that with as much as we sung Mondo's praises that our post is, is generally a below the rim post player, right? He's not an explosive above the rim guy. Um, yes, those late shot clock uh, situations are, are going to be challenging for us against the defensive teams like that. We score as a committee, right? The ball has to move. We have to be intelligent. We have to move intelligently without the ball. We have to screen well. We've got to throw it into Armando when he's open. You know, it, it's a lot more challenging for us to, as you say, get the ball with six seconds on the shot clock and expect to get a high quality shot. You know, our, our shot quality comes from, uh, uh, how we play together. So, uh, and that's my point about their offensive ceiling. I, I just, I, that's where my concern lies. If, you know, we're nitpicking a little bit. This is the number, whatever, seven team in the country. They said that the NCAA has them as the first number two seed. They've had a really good year. I think exceeded expectations for me uh, coming off of last year of how they've come together. They care for each other. They, they want to defend and, and work hard together. They're doing all those things. Um Ultimately, what remains to be seen is if the, the overall talent, is it enough to get us, you know, to that third weekend? Yep, absolutely. It'll be something to watch. Carolina's got a quote-unquote bye week, no ACC game this week, so the Tar Heels have a week to get ready for Virginia in Charlottesville. Shout out to Johnny T-Shirt and Congruity. Johnny T-Shirt, with all your jersey needs, I know it's baseball season started, folks. They got the new baseball jerseys at Johnny T-Shirt. Of course, always have the football and the basketball stuff you need. Also, CongruityHR.com, front slash Tar Heels, for your free small business assessment. Another great sponsor of Inside Carolina. Dewey, any final words before I let you go? Carolina gets that 20th win. Doesn't mean as much as it used to, but one thing Hubert Davis absolutely said means a lot is getting an ACC regular season win. Uh, North Carolina gets one game closer to that. Do we, your final thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, look, rest up, get healthy, figure out what's going well with Armando and stick to it and be ready to go up to Charlottesville. Uh, It's not even that it's a hostile environment. It's not that Uh, they'll be loud. Sure. It's just the way they play is very challenging. They grind you. They bump you on every cut, every screen. They slow it down. They walk it up. They limit the possessions. And we like to play multiple possessions and run, run, run. And they're just, they're not going to allow you to do that. And so we get back into shot quality, right? Virginia prides itself on 
low shot quality for their opponents and uh, and then boxing me out, rebounding, walking it up, and then screening you for 25 seconds. So it's a challenging style to play against. You must be disciplined and patient. Uh, so hopefully we can go up there and find a way to win. Yep, Carolina will have that opportunity next Saturday, 96-81 victory over Virginia Tech today. Mondo Baycott, huge game. Harrison Ingram, huge game. And everybody else did their job as well. The Hills get to 20 wins and still stay in first place in the ACC. That's Dewey Burt. I'm Tommy Ashley. It's been the Inside Carolina Postgame Podcast. Shout out to the 400 plus that joined us earlier. Shout out to the regulars in the chat. You guys are great. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Dewey. Thank you. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search... The rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.